Hello everyone and welcome fellow piercers and piercing enthusiasts to Real Talk, a piercing podcast from the minds of piercing professionals on the body modification industry and culture. Each episode we will center on a common theme with a guest. We will cover topics including things such as piercing methods, industry topics, jewelry, and trends. I'm your host Will Von Doom, a professional body piercer and proud member of the Association of Professional Piercers. So let's get straight to the point and dive into this week's topic. Welcome back, everyone. In this week's episode, we pick up right where we left off last time with Nick St. Gregory of 616 Body Piercing and Fine Jewelry in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Shelby and Adam Richens of Amory Body Arts in Santa Cruz. I really had a great time chatting with these fine people. One of the things we strive for here at Real Talk is to give you direct, honest conversations, even if they're ones that some folks may not agree with. They're just different viewpoints. We do this to start conversations and get topics in the open so that people can discuss them. This podcast acts as a springboard for discussion, and with this, we are continuing our conversation on what some business owners look for with pure honesty. So without further ado, listen in as we talk about how admitting shortcomings is not a weakness, the hard truths of face tattoos in our workplace, and if it is resume or resume. part of this, which is we're going to kind of shift and talk about something because both you guys are currently, well, actually Nick is now out of the process, but just finished up the process of uh, hiring an employee. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to ask you folks as shop owners, what are you looking for in future employees? And what are the things when you look at like resumes or things that people are sending, which are not even resumes, which is a whole nother thing that I'm going to gripe about in a moment. What are you actually looking for? And what are things that try to kind of keep you away? I'm going to jump again on this one. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to touch on resumes because that's like Shelby's literal favorite fucking thing. Um, uh, the, the one thing that, that I wanted to say that I want piercers to know is like, well, I feel like we do care that you're a good piercer. It's not at the top of my list. The top of my list is seeing how you interact with clients, seeing how you interact with the rest of the people that work at the shop that already work well as a team. So if, if there's aspects of, and like we touched on with the whole like, oh, I'm not proficient with this, that's fine because chances are I will be. And if I'm not, Shelby is. Like between the two of us, like we're pretty much proficient at everything because it's two different piercers. We can help you with that. We can get you better up to speed with that. But if you just suck with clients, you're not going to get a fucking job. Yeah, you need to be being um, friendly, personable, a team player, being a good piercer, man. I don't know. I mean, you have it or you don't, but like we can see that. I can look at your Instagram portfolio, quote unquote, and and see whether or not you did shit. I can watch you do a piercing in front of me and literally shake it away, you know, because you're nervous as shit, because obviously that's, you know, what you're going to do and uh, and be fine. You know, it's, it's, it's when you come out to call a client back and you're just like, Hey, no, no, it can't be, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So yeah, like, you know, exactly what you said. I, I, what I'm looking for is I want to 
I don't know about you guys, but like so many shops are not friends. I want, I want to have like a nice friend kind of environment, you know? And like, I want to hang out with people. And I want to just go to fucking work. I want to hang out with people. I own a studio. I get to do that. Like we can make that happen. So I'm looking for people to like, yeah, be kind of team players, be uh, friendly, personable, like all the stuff we had on our ads were, were essentially the same. Well, like how, who are you as a person? Like, I want to know who you are as a person. This is definitely something that Adam can probably um, like, if I'm going to throw it out there and he's just going to roll with it. <laughs> uh, when we when we look at so any of the applicants that we've received or I'm sure I'm sure it is for most business owners they do this I would hope at least like when we get an application in the first thing that we do is go to that person's social media oh my and god don't I'm, get me started I'm not looking and and yes I I mean I'm I'm viewing your piercing portfolio photos but I'm looking at who you represent are you representing are yourself you? well to the general public? Are you like, I, are you going to represent my studio well with the way that you run your social media accounts? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Adam. Do you want to just? Well, this this is a, a and you know what? I, I before I even go off on on my points on this, I will say that I uh, I know that I've been guilty of this in the past, uh, but how you present yourself is how you're going to present that studio. And if you, regardless of what it is, it doesn't matter. You know, you could, you could point out any numerous amounts of things. I live in California. Uh, Recreational weed use is 100% legal in the state of California, but that doesn't mean that I want to see it in public on somebody's social media when, you know, for, if they're going to post that they, you know, they're going to, post piercings and tag my shop because it's a shop they want because they want to get a clientele. But then you have to find every one picture between the five pictures of them, like rolling blunts and stuff. Like, even though that's legal, that's not how I want my shop represented. And it, you know, that's a, that's one example. And the example of many it's, you know, would you want your grandparents seeing this? Then chances are your, your future employers don't want to see it either. Yeah. I, I harp about that continuously. Like I, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. It doesn't disappear. So all those times that you've been an asshole are still going to be there. And that sucks because, I mean, I was a very angsty young man. So, like, I know it's out there. Like, you know, but, but like, the big thing, too, is, like, case in point, like, uh, Adam, Adam has seen me converse with clients and things like that. And, like, I will fully 110% admit, like, I am not the best piercer on the planet. Period. Like I, like if I had to give myself like a, like a ranking out of like 10 solid six, but my ability to be a fat jolly guy to talk to you about like what, like vintage your purse is and about what board games and adventures I go on with my wife, like a 75 out of 10. Like I, I have that personality, which is like my strong suit, but a lot of folks like you could be the coolest guy in the internet, but like the average consumer isn't really going to care about that. I think another thing to, is about your, like Adam was saying about, you know, um, smoking weed, being legal, whatever have you. Here's the thing, right? If if you know anything about me, you know my story is pretty fucking <laughs> loud. <laughs> um, I was a really intense alcoholic and drug addict for a long time. And I was, although I was pretty quiet about it to most people, my friends knew that it was a thing, right? A pretty big thing. Um, and you know what I did? 
for the most part, I was very quiet about it online. You would see me partying from time to time. Of course, you'd see a beer in my hand if I was out at Vegas or something like that. And you might hear a story or two. But the vast majority of people had no idea what was actually going on. I don't want to see how much of a rager, how cool you think you are because of it. You know, like, and, and the thing is, it's super big turnoff to me because that means that like, that shows me that that is more important to you than this. And, and while it might be, and there was definitely a point in my life where I feel like that was probably more important than anything. Um, I didn't want that. I didn't want to know that. I didn't want, I don't want to know that about you. I'll just figure it out on my own, you mm-hmm. know? So for me, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't do any of that shit in my studio. We're a vegan studio. I don't even want you bringing a chicken sandwich in there. Okay. But like loud about it and do your job. Mm -hmm. That's what I care about. I don't really mind what people do outside of the studio. I mind how they advertise it. If you're going to be a screw up and it's going to affect my studio or if it's going to affect how you act in my studio, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out anyway. But like that's what pays for your house and family. Right. And it's just, it, it's just, it's going to be obvious, but you know, my clients don't need to know that before I find out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like keep that shit together. So when people, oh, another big thing that kind of, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but it's really cool to be a sad boy now, <laughs> boy spelled B-O-B-0-I, whether you're a boy or a girl, you, and you fall into that like emo kid category, cut that out. If you are applying a fucking serious position, <laughs> cut it out. You cannot be taken seriously. I hate it so much. Like, I'm not even bashing your lifestyle, or at least I'm not trying to. Maybe I totally am. I don't know. But like, uh, there was a, f- I've, I've just see it, you know, and I look at it and I'm like, okay, you're just a sad kid on the internet that wants nothing more than to argue with people about how you're sad and they're labeling your sadness wrong. Not on your professional profile. Just not on yeah. your professional profile. If you want to do that elsewhere, I understand. And a lot of people have, have like a hard time dividing the two. I mean, if people, yeah. if more people had like a professional and like a private profile, like I don't know, I, I maybe maybe Adam and I wouldn't feel as strongly, and Will, I guess, I, maybe we wouldn't feel as strongly about it as we do, you know? Yeah, it it it's it is that it is that because like I feel like I just attacked the wrong thing. What I'm what I'm kind of running for is no matter who you are, be careful how you portray that. Go onto the profile you're applying from and say, okay. Uh, you know, John's applying for this job. I'm going to go look at John's page and all John is doing is, um, you know, just, just partying. And then there's like a handful of peers and everything's moderately offensive, you know, whatever. Or if it's just all like argumentative nonsense, it doesn't paint a good picture. So therefore I'm immediately going to disregard that application. I'm not even going to humor it. I'm not going to lie to you. I won't even humor it. I just delete the email. Yep. So, so here's the other big thing, like counter counter argument to that is some shops want to be presented like that. Like this is the party shop. Like I do this and that cool. That's fine. But you have to realize unless you're staying at that shop forever, you may not want to do that. Yeah. A lot of people have indirectly, you know, shot themselves in the foot by trying to be like, yeah, like I'm a party guy, like here I do this, like I like, you know, throw stickers on stuff or I do, you know, whatever else. And, and you're like, whoa, like, that's not cool. Like not for my shop. And Mm -hmm. a a lot of people lose their opportunities because of that. And that shit stays on forever. Like it really, like it really does. This is when I put like my Will Von Dad hat on and it's just like, and, and it's, it's not just our industry. 
it is everything. Like, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, well, I mean, you guys know it because like I'm back in college. Like, that's weird because I'm old as hell, you know? But like when I submitted like my application to go into college, they check your email and then they also check your social media too. So like you need to like think about that stuff. And a lot of like I applied for jobs at the uh, establishment of higher learning that I'm attending and they ask for that because they yeah. check it. Because they don't want to have to deal with someone on their staff who, you know, represents them a poor way. Because in this day and age, like any little thing can put you in front of the firing squad. So Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where, you know, your employees have to be safe about it. And, you know, sadly, you do, too. And please, for the love of something, have an email address that makes sense. If you're going to apply via email, because that's what we do now, we're all digital and you, (laughs) I like saying sad boy, so I'm going to use it. And you send me it from the email address, like, you know, sad boy, banana tit 69 at Gmail. I'm not going to read it. I'm calling that. I'm stealing that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not going to fucking read it. Listen, I went by a really stupid monker for years and years, which I won't repeat. If you knew me, then you know it. I get it. I, and I embodied that person. That's who I felt I was. That's what I was. Okay. And for people to not take me serious, I would fight you. I get it. I was everything that I would not want to hire now. So I'm saying it from a place of I've been there and I've been in positions where people were like, nah, dude, like you're all right. Cut that shit out. Like, had you not, had I not fucking talked to you, I would have never even tried. No, you know? And like, no, I just get it. I get it. I mean, I, the same thing happened. I remember two years ago, not in the aspect of social media, but I was having two or three years ago, I had a conversation with another business owner and, uh, and it's, we we're talking about face tattoos and they don't have their face tattooed. And, and I cracked the joke halfway knowing the answer and was just like, yeah, I knew I couldn't get a job at your shop. And they were flat up and they were just like, I know, I know that you're good at piercing, but no, that's, that's not what I want representing my studio. And I was just like, yeah, I figured as much. And you know, it's one of the things that I think about when it comes to like, do what I want to hire somebody that looks like me. So when somebody walks into a piercing only studio, that's set up like a really fancy boutique, these two dudes that look like this, like, I I don't know. I don't think I would want to. And that's something that also comes into mind when hiring somebody new. Yeah. And some shops have their own aesthetic, like plain and simple. Well, yeah. So I know this sounds really strange because we are in a business advocating, do you boo, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But that doesn't mean that I want you here. And I don't know. No, maybe we should cut how I said no, that. That, that. That doesn't that, mean no, that we're no, the no, right no, no, no. fit. That, that statement is 100% correct. You should be able to express yourself in any which way, shape or form that you feel comfortable doing. So there will be ramifications though. That is yes. something that is a, that is not a, I'm a business owner and I'm a prick. That is a real goddamn world situation. Yeah, that's that just is life. a real thing. So, well, Adam, you brought up your face tattoos, right? I want to preface, 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 how you word it. I want to say I love your face tattoos, so I'm not bashing them. Me, the way that I approached getting my face tattooed was kind of in a similar boat between you and that other employer that you were mm-hmm. talking to. I had the mindset of like, I know what I'm doing. This could end me. And then I also thought about it from other people other business professionals and and the clientele that i was thinking about trying to like hone in on i went if i go and get an inverted cross tattooed over my fucking eye like down my face over my eye as big and bold as i want to i'm gonna push a lot of people Mm -hmm. 
So let's tone some shit down a little bit. Now, I think Adam went about his face tattoos incredibly gracefully. There's a lot of people that aren't. And I'm all about face tattoos. You want to tattoo your entire face with like cotton candy swirls? Have at it, dude. I don't give a shit. I won't even think twice about it. But I'm going to promise you I'm not hiring. Because my clientele will not understand what they're looking at. And it is not up to me to say, oh, it's okay. He can do what he wants. That's, that's not how that works. You know, so you're in this industry and you might find that with all of your crummy, you know, trap face tattoos that you get some jobs like that. But like, look at where people are and look at kind of uh, look at the dynamic of those studios and then look at how they are presenting themselves. Even if you got a bunch of mediocre shitty tattoos, it doesn't matter. Like, do you have a nice haircut? Do you smell nice? Do you smoke cigarettes at work and breathe it on your clients? Do we smell like last night's booze? Is your shirt dirty? You know what I mean? Like all of these things, we're kind of painting a picture of like what we represent. I've never been to a, well, I'm sure we have, but like you go to a doctor's office and everyone looks and smells like shit. It it, It just seems, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything you're saying (laughs) makes logical sense. There's, there's nothing that you're touching on that is unreasonable in my opinion. And I'm just going to point this out. It seems, and and I've only been in this industry for eight years, and that could be like even less time. I really can't remember, being honest. But since I started to now, the industry itself has become more legitimized. And yes. that means that there are these high-end shops that are starting to cater to, or to like all these different people. And those are things that everyday businesses that like people are like, I could never work there. I can't work there. I have this or that. Like we are striving to become because people are realizing that those are good clients. That is a good source of income. These are all things that we can look forward to. So like, yeah, band shirts are cool, but not every employer wants that. Like some employers want a button down shirt. Like, I mean, some do, some don't, some think it's ridiculous. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things, but it, it is one of those things. Like I, I, don't think that it is a overwhelmingly negative thing to ask for a potential employee to be cl- not essentially clean cut, but being very presentable and approachable. I think those yeah. are two completely reasonable things to have. We also, I mean, at Amory, we also have an employee handbook. Yeah, that so, is huge. So, so everyone, I mean, like our social media policy is completely outlined. Uh, like all of the dress code policy is completely outlined. I mean, everything like, I mean, I, I probably got a little bit too detailed with it, but like, you can never be too detailed with that. Our our kids know what they can or not what they can and cannot do, but like what they should and should not be doing, you know? Right. See, I want to sit down with you and like pick your brain about that. Cause I, I haven't had enough staff to feel the need to quite get there yet. And now I do. I'd be happy to email it to you. You know what I mean? Like now we're getting there. Okay. I mean, it's, it's really simplified, but it says stuff like. You know, you must maintain society standard of basic hygiene. That means that, like, if you come in smelling like last night's party and you didn't take a shower this morning, it's outlined that that's not fucking okay. Yeah. Yeah. And those are all all reasonable things to expect from a place of employment. Right. I'm just stating, like, you know, I it could just be me. But whenever I go guest somewhere, I'm like, hey, what is your dress code? Like, what is okay? What is not okay? And unfortunately, a lot of people don't think of that. But like, hey, like shit sucks when you get off a plane and you go to work and they're like, oh, are you going to change? And you're like, what now? You know, like that's like and and I could do a whole episode on on guesting with you guys. Like, but it's just 
something that needs to be taken in consideration, especially when you're looking for, like as a uh, employer looking towards like working or guesting at like a potential employment studio. Mm-hmm. I think quite a bit of I think you guys actually said most of the bulk of that better than I did. So I uh, but I think something to note is that like someone like Adam or myself and you're not really necessarily familiar with us or with the industry and just how we approached it. We might look a bit much. OK, we might look a bit aggressive. I know I look a bit aggressive because I have a constant resting bitch face. Whether or not I am aggressive is nobody's like you, you're not going to ever know that. But like um Nick, you know, I, he just doesn't want it to get out there. Right. I'm a giant dude. I'll fucking hug the shit out of you. So no, <laughs> he's too strong. He's too strong. It hurts. No. So <laughs> you're talking about, I'm not Mateo. We both have black arms, but I'm not Mateo. But anyways, <laughs> so people come walking in my studio. I got a big red stripe across my face. I got two big old fucking black arms and I stand there with them crossed and I just kind of look at them and I am incredibly calming. I am incredibly like you've all worked with me. Like you could come into that suit and be like, what the hell am I looking at? And the second I start talking to you, it's like a whole new, you know, it's like you're talking to your best friend. I think a big part of that was I learned early on that bedside manner was a huge thing, especially when you look like I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll, we there, I don't care what anybody says. I, I 100% feel like I have something to make up for. I look different. And I chose that. And part of that means that I have to go a little bit above and beyond. Whether or not I was already a nice person is completely irrelevant. I pushed it even further to make sure that the customer had a great experience regardless. Like, judge me all you want. You can't complain. I did it. Yeah. I was awesome with you, you know? Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like, you're a tall guy. Like, I am a. I look like an ogre. Like I am a very large, like, as as Adam lovingly puts it, I look like a gorilla when I'm like sitting down. So like, <laughs> so like one of the things I, I have a huge beard. I like look like I'm angry cause I'm always squinting cause my eyes are terrible. And I always wear shirts with a cupcake and crossbones on it. And mm-hmm. for the longest time I was like, Oh, maybe I should buy these shirts. Cause everyone was like, I love your shirt. I love cupcakes. And I was like, you know what? I do too. And that is like the connecting piece. So it's cause how, how are you going to take a, six foot two gorilla monster man serious with a cupcake shirt on. I mean, that's, right. that's how it works for me. But like I open up and I like get super happy and excited and I'm very loud. And it, it is one of those things like bedside manner, absolutely huge, but you have to know when to make yourself approachable and when you need to make yourself stern and, and dad mode is what mm-hmm. I call it. There's a lot of clothes that I just won't wear to work because I've grown up and realized that that's just a fucking bad idea. Yep. It's just plain and simple. Like, I don't need to wear big band logo shirts. I don't need to wear, like, you Those know. Are good workout shirts, though. What's that? Uh, the band logo shirts are good workout shirts, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam needs to just rock his, like, Super Saiyan shirt or whatever it's called. That's it. I, fu- I fucking love that tank top. <laughs> I almost bought you one the other day. And the reason that I th- even thought about it is because you already had it. Like, I was just going to send that shit to your studio, and I was like, wait, I would have never thought about this if I hadn't seen it. And then I realized that I did, <laughs> and it was on you. I mean, like, <laughs> I wear a lot of, like, loud shirts from a certain clothing company that sometimes does stuff that might be partially offensive to people that are super religious. Those shirts stay in the corner of my closet, and on the off chance that I have a day where I know without doubt I do not have to pop into the shop. 
that's the day I get to wear that shirt. Dude, I got a backup shirt in my bag that's always on me just in case. You know, like, I don't know. I'm weirdly <laughs> just like that. Like, don't. Mm, no. Shelby just wears the Perfect. same shit every single day. So it's like a Twilight Zone. It's true. I own multiple pairs of the same black pants and the same black shirt. <laughs> She's like, it's Doug. always like a black tank top <laughs> and then a black hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> now it's um, a jewelry company hoodie um, <laughs> with your hair the same way. My hair is the like, same way. See, yeah. I can paint you both because we're predictable because we kind of have to be. You know? I'll start tying this all together. So obviously we've talked about the situation that we're in. We've we've bounced around all over the place, which is rad to me because it covers a whole bunch of different topics. And the big thing is, is if you had like one big main thing that you would suggest to potential like people looking to try to get jobs within this industry, what would you suggest to them? Because you guys just went through and are going through trying to find employees. Don't think about the shop that you work at. Think about the type of shop you want to work at and carry that with you always. Even if you change to a new shop, you might not stay at that shop. I've worked at a lot of shops, but I never thought like, this is it. This is the place I'm going to settle down. It was just like, no, this place is awesome. And for right now, I'm super pumped. But you never know. Life might change. But constantly think about where you want to be, not where you are. Because what might be cool where you are might not be cool later on down the road. Take risks or you won't get rewards. That, that, yeah. would, be, that would be my biggest, my biggest thing to say. Just because, I mean, like, in, in reference to what we were talking about in receiving applications and I mean, I contacted every single person that sent an application and tried to get them out for guest spots to come out to shadow to do whatever it may be. But there was just this intimidation factor. And I don't mm. know. I don't know if and I think it just kind of touches back to Will saying people were, you know, being a little bit afraid. But I feel like if you aren't willing to take the risk, you're never going to get the reward. And so I, I just want people to be more risky. <laughs> Shelby also wants you to have good references because she's going to call them. Uh, I call I call every reference and my first question to them is would you rehire this individual? <laughs> I also Damn. just want to say one thing real quick in there because I think Shelby is the only person on the planet that gives a shit about this. When you send and label and name your file that your resume is, there is a little apostrophe in it. Otherwise it says resume 2018. Thank it has you. a little it has a little thing so it's <laughs> like it it has to be in there. And a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of it, like employers in the wor- like real world won't even open up your resume if you don't even spell resume correctly. That, uh, that's my one thing. I'm, I'm I actually it. had that rant with somebody. Oh my God, it drives me nuts. I'm like Dude, a thousand I, years old. I had a friend. No, I had a friend in town and we were talking about that shit. And I was just like, look, look, it just, they just said resume. And she was like, calm down, you fucking picky. And I was like, how am I supposed to know? Obviously, I know. But I was just like, why wouldn't you take the extra two seconds to just write the word the way that it is? Google even spells it for you. It does it for you. Click the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just really wanted you to continue on with your 2018, bro. Yeah. Resume 2018. Hashtag. (laughs) Boom, boom. Resume for 616. Get the fuck out. Um, Badges for conference. Resume 2018. (laughs) (laughs) I think... I think to touch on what Adam had said, I think that is a really good, I think that is an attitude that we have carried throughout. It's kind of perfect. And, and that's an attitude that pushes 
forward constantly. You're refusing to, and I, I think that that's incredibly necessary, especially when you're young. Put your head down, get to work, be hungry, be eager, be humble. Humble, right. yes. And just, just, you know, like we had talked about before, it is okay to say, hey, I'm in this position and I need to get out of it. Here's my experience. It may not be what you laid out, but I'm hoping you can still consider. That is what happened when we got our new hire. And the fucking biggest reason that I even like went for it was because, I mean, there was a, you know, I looked at her portfolio and stuff, but th- that was a big thing. I was like, I need to meet you. We need to, we need to sit down, have coffee and just chat before you can see the studio. We need to chat because she was honest, you know? So, yeah. so she was humble and she was honest. And, and I think that it's so to kind of bring it back, bring it back full circle. Something that I think is really necessary. And, and I think that we had and a lot of people lack now is they're not humble and they're not honest. If you are just mediocre and trying to get better, <clears throat> trust me, we know. <laughs> and that's all we want too. Just be honest. Yeah. I, I really think that is a big thing. Like people are afraid to talk about their weaknesses and, and it's not admitting that you are not flawless is stepping not, out of your comfort zone. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I hate to like, hate to use this as an example, but like I do the rucking thing with like Adam does it. I know Shelby does it occasionally. Like Nick lifts weights. Like I am dog shit at like bear crawls and stuff like that and i have to literally like the people i work out with i'm like hey can we do more of those and expect to do extra stuff because it takes me four times as long to finish them mm-hmm. like just admit it like it doesn't it doesn't make you less of a person and it doesn't make you weaker it doesn't make you like putting like a black cloud over your head it's just something that you recognize that you want to get better at and you're asking someone to help you mm-hmm. yeah I mean, how I go, I, I take extra time to go and I made friends with my, with my coaches, you know, um, the, at the gym to, to say, listen, I am the, the world's most mediocre weightlifter and I need to get better at this, this clean. I'm lacking this. Let's just like, can you sit with me for like an hour and just break it down? Where am I fucking up? Dude, there's days when I'm just like, I want to throw that goddamn barbell down and be like, fuck you. I'm done. And like, you know, like, like I'm mad at my coach, not at myself. I'm like mad at my coach. And I'm like, nah, that's my fault. You know, like get better. Just keep pushing. It's okay to suck. How are you going to get better if you don't suck? Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to get better if you don't recognize that you have fault? Like, where's the improvement? Precise. Yeah. I don't want to, I'll end it on this note because it's like as cheesy as it comes, but like there's a terrible eighties poster. That's like, everyone was a beginner once. And that is true. Like that's it's so true. It's got like a picture of like a cat playing a piano or something. Like, but it, it it's right. just one of those things where like everyone starts somewhere and it takes time to become better. I I know that all of us started being like, you want me to do a piercing? Like I'm terrified. And now we're competent at the things that we do. So also one thing that really I don't think was kind of like touched on enough, I think very briefly Adam had put it, is you know, working with gold and specific companies is a very big and popular thing now. I really need people to understand that although we are very, we are definitely of the higher end studios and even higher volume studios, just because we work with those things, I'm not looking, I'm not necessarily looking for that in your portfolio. I'm looking for good, clean, consistent work, even if it's just the basics like nostrils and treguses. I don't care about the jewelry company and I don't care about how that 
that big decorative end, if it doesn't fit well, I don't give a shit. You know, like that doesn't make you a better piercer. Like Adam said, that just means that somebody that you learned how to spend somebody else's money and put it in somebody else. Yeah. The tools, the tools don't make the maker. Yes. Yes, exactly. So red. Yeah. That, uh, that's going to fill up this two parter. I really enjoyed this quite a bit. Uh, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give everyone a chance to say who they are one more time, where they're <laughs> from, where they work and where to follow them. And in case they want to plug anything. So let's go in reverse order. So Nick, why don't you go ahead? Okay. Uh, I am Nick San Gregory. I own and operate and pierce out of 616 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you want to check out my personal page on Instagram, it is at false underscore MRSA, M-R-S-A. Yes. Like the disease. Oh no, wait, bacteria. Take that part out. And then <laughs> so it's at false underscore MRSA, M-R-S-A. And my studios is at 616 Piercing. I, I know that we mentioned our wonderful sponsors, Amory Body Arts, but Adam and Shelby, why don't you guys just run through it too? My name is Shelby Richens, and I own and operate Amory Body Arts in beautiful Santa Cruz, California. And you can find us on Instagram, pretty much everything, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, everything at, at Amory Body Arts. And please feel free to shoot us a message if you have any questions or inquiries. Uh, my name's not Shelby. My name's Adam. But uh, <laughs> everything, everything she said is pretty much exactly the same as mine. That's all you got. <laughs> I just have the name change. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your schedule and staying up late and chatting with me and all that wonderful stuff. And uh, yeah, hopefully I will talk to you guys about various things in the future, probably lifting heavy things and putting them back down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All that. Oh, yeah. Oh, can we all get together somehow, some way, sometime soon and do that? Oh, yes. God. I want to do that so bad. I want to just do like a piercer hell of them where everyone no. just like works out here. Part two of this amazing conversation is now in the books. I really enjoyed the laughter and honesty in this one. I truly hope that you did too. Thank you so much to my three guests this week. I've included links for everyone in this week's show notes. Please take some time to follow these guests, or better yet, visit them at their places of employment. At the end of this episode, I wanted to take some time to talk about a handful of things. Most of them are about my gratitude from everyone. With conference wrapping up recently, I'm honestly stunned with the amount of love that I have received. From messages, Snapchat videos, to my good friend Solo running around making people drink Four loco in my honor, to Adam and Aaron Polak sending me late night videos and FaceTiming me, I really want to tell you how full my heart is with the love from the community and friends. I heard from our sponsors how many people have told them thank you for sponsoring what I do here. Frankly, that's incredible. People taking time out of their insanely busy week to visit their booths and tell them thanks means the world to me. It shows them that people support their help with the show, and our listeners supporting them is even more meaningful. We also heard wisps of people chatting with former guests of the show, telling them how great it was to hear their views and how it meant a lot to them. I also heard from past guests how folks would love to discuss X topics or our touchdown and talk about Y. Seriously, this makes me so pumped to hear, because that's what this show is designed to do. If you're one of these individuals... Please, please, please reach out to me, whether it be social media, text, or email. Let me know what you want to discuss, or if you're a listener and would love to hear from certain people or on topics, let me know as well. 
I'm currently working on some great conversations and even an episode from piercing enthusiasts and how they view the industry from the outside in. Also, possibly even an episode that is dreadful to some and hopeful to others, a.k.a. Apprenticeship. I wanted to also shout out to my good buddy Noah Hutt, a fellow piercer, and Mike, please don't get mad at me if I butcher this, Mike Boderiff, uh, for becoming patrons on Patreon. They've been providing me coffee for the last few episodes, and I truly appreciate it. If you want a shout-out or just to help to produce content with delicious coffee drinks, consider donating to us on Patreon. Every dollar counts. In other news, we finally got listed on Spotify. Just search for Real Talk, a piercing podcast, and we'll pop right up. You can find us on there, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Slacker, or wherever you listen to your podcast from. We're reaching you on almost every platform now, and I couldn't be happier. If you enjoy what you heard today, consider subscribing to stay up to date with every episode that comes out. I would also like to thank our ongoing sponsors of the podcast. Mike Knight and his team of incredibly amazing folks at Other Couture Jewelry just wrapped up their operation at conference. Between setting the bar for gold jewelry and taking dental impressions, they probably need some time off to sleep and recharge. But there is no rest for the wicked. This team is already at their benches, working on orders, and some new jewelry designs. If you couldn't attend conference and see the pieces in person, not only can you do this next year, you can email them and check out their ever-expanding catalog. Information for this can be found on our website under the Sponsors tab. Sponsor Goldheart Woodworks has been flooding my social media this week. It seems that every person that picked up jewelry at conference has them displayed on one of their display stands. This is obviously for a good reason. They look beautiful together, just like all great combinations. Peanut butter and jelly, pretzels and beer, coffee and shade. The sum of the two parts really complement each other. Your new pieces of jewelry will stand out in their cases when put on these beautiful, locally sourced, handmade displays. If you didn't make it to conference, don't worry. You can pick up their displays at their website, bodyjewelrydisplays.com. This site allows you to peruse the entire Goldheart Woodworks catalog. So don't wait. Visit them online and see what they can do to help you upgrade your displays today. Our final sponsor for this week's episode is from our California family. Adam and Shelby Richens have been crushing it in their city of Santa Cruz at the beautiful Amory Body Arts. This is the only studio I trust in Santa Cruz to send clients and listeners to. As they return from conference with an amazing new haul of jewelry, consider stopping in to see all their new beautiful pieces. They won't stay in the cases for long, so the sooner the better. For all your piercing and jewelry needs, make sure to visit our friends at Amory. You can find more information about these companies under the Sponsors tab on our website, realtalkapiercingpodcast.com. To ask questions, suggest topics, or get more info about your host or today's guest, please visit us at realtalkpiercingpodcast.com. If you have a moment and enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. The views and opinions expressed by the host and guest are their own and do not represent the official position of the Association of Professional Piercers or their places of employment. Music by Broke for Free.